moves us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. This is Phil Sturgill, and this is the Appalachian Roundtable Edition. And on uh, the Skype program this morning, we have Slurry in studio. And I'm I'm here. I got my uh, technical difficult my technical difficulties from last week have been uh, have been cleared up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm only I'm here, and I've had my Wheaties. I'm ready to go. Well, I'm glad you are, and. Uh, uh, there is um, uh, a lot of things going on this morning. I got that. Uh, I got that piece. Uh, that second uh, thing I just sent to you. Can you? Did you get it? Uh, yeah, I'm looking right here. I got the. Uh, I got. I got the agenda. And uh, let me just check again here. But while we're doing that, I just want to say I hope everybody had a really, really happy Easter. And you know, uh, you know, just remember that the. Uh, that uh, Jesus was the reason for uh, the resurrection season. Yes, and there um, was uh, some very, very effective uh, 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 events that uh, revolved around after after the uh, the Easter uh, um, celebration, and uh, and the thing that we see going is that that. Uh, People are angry. Oh, you know it. About the fact that they couldn't uh, do their Easter celebration uh, like they should have, and like they have in the, in the past. Mm-hmm. And it and it shows that that again that the left in this country, led by the Democrat Party and the congressmen and the senators of the Democrat Party. We want to do everything they can to uh, take us away from the traditions of Easter and, and of Christmas and of other uh, traditional values that have served America so well. And we've gotten away and they uh, have taken it completely out of their party platform. And that is that is unfortunate because they are doing a, that, it sure is. everything they can to change that were uh, that uh, that view that they have to a worldwide view. Yeah. Well, you know what uh, what uh, Emmanuel said: never let a good crisis go to waste. You know, and and you see the uh, the pushback now, not just in Michigan, but uh, certainly around the country too. I guess in Maryland, according to the news, that they're going to be having a uh, demonstration at the state capitol down in uh, Annapolis. Um, you know, to protest the uh, these uh, stay-at-home orders. Yes, and you know, and and uh, I can't help but think, Jeff. I can't help but come to this conclusion about our governor. We, well, not not you and I, but uh, the majority of the people in Michigan, the voters of Michigan, uh, were 
we all thought we elected a, a governor, right? What we have instead, Phil, is a tyrant. A, ty a tyrant, a petty little dictator who wants to micromanage every aspect of our life for, I don't know, political gain or personal satisfaction or aggrandizement. I have no idea. But it really brings to mind uh, something that uh, C.S. Lewis, uh, the, that great philosopher, uh, a close friend of J.R.R. Tolkien over in Great Britain, uh, wrote in his uh, piece, God in the Dock. Uh, there's a couple of uh, blocks here which I'd like to share with the audience. And the first is, if we are to be mothered, mother must know best. In every age, the men who want us under their thumb, if they have any sense, will put forth the particular pretension which the hopes and fears of that age render most potent. They cash in. It has been magic, it has been Christianity, now it certainly will be science. Let us not be deceived by phrases about man taking charge of his own destiny. All that can really happen is that some men will take charge of the destiny of others. The more completely we are planned, the more powerful they will be. How about that, Phil? What do you think about that? Well, it, uh, it, it, it gives you the, the impetus of understanding where the left wants to go. Because, yeah. it, you know, the thing is that, that uh, this, this virus thing that we, we, we uh, see here gives them the opportunity Mm -hmm. uh, to do and show you and me just exactly what they would do if they had the power that they so so I mean they just are hungry for power. Oh yeah, yeah. they're desperate for it. And 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 you know that that brings me to the second part of uh, the statement here by by Lewis. Uh, he goes on to say, of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of his victims may be the most oppressive. It may be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. Now, that that last uh, those that last words, right on the yeah. spot, isn't it? Uh, exactly. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. Like Mark Scott used to say so many times, "Save us from ourselves." Right? Yes. And, and, now they may be more, yeah, they may be more likely to go to heaven, yet at the same time likelier to make a hell of earth. Their very kindness stings with intolerable insult. To be cured against one's will and cured of states which we may not regard as, as disease is to be put on a level of those who have not yet reached the age of reason or those who never will. To be classified with infants, imbeciles, and domestic animals. C.S. Lewis, God in the Dock. This is exactly... What uh, what you see them doing right now, I, you know I I, I can't uh, I can't help it. And and, and what you said uh, what he said about doing uh, it for you for the sake of the children for the you know <laughs> oh, yeah yeah I, oh yeah I remember uh, that bromide yeah and they and they play it for all is worth and they play it so bad that uh, that that. You know, you wonder how they can keep playing it over and over mm -hmm. and over and over again. And yeah. it gives you uh, the, the wisdom that Abraham Lincoln said when he said, you can feel fool some of the people some of the time, and, mm -hmm. and some of the, all of the people some of the time. And uh, I, I mean, it was just exactly what you see today. These are mm -hmm. people that are constantly 
telling you that they're looking out for you and, and, and when yeah. themselves that they are looking out for, and it is themselves who they enrich. Well, you know, you know, Phil, and, and Dennis Prager is so right when he says this about how these all these programs that these that these leftists dream up and and foist upon us and 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 make us uh, make knuckle under to their will when they go completely off the rails or they fail miserably or they crash in flames. Do we hear them apologize or take responsibility? No, 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 we don't. And that's why that's why Dennis Prager is so right when he says leftism means never having to say you're sorry. Well, did we hear? I mean, did we hear Obama apologize for the failure of, of his uh, signature health care program? Did we hear Joe Biden uh, apologize for being on the wrong side of history for five straight decades? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, this no. guy was—he uh, was—he he was uh, such a uh, a loser on on everything he ever done, and yeah. he was he was on his way to losing. To Bernie Sanders, if it, if it doesn't be for the fact that some people in this country will understand that, uh, uh, you know, that that they just aren't ready for that, that socialism thing, that communism thing yet. But still, not, not yet. But still I mean, I, I, I tell you, I believe that uh, that they, they, that you know, it's just a matter of time before the Democrat Party is all socialist all the time. And yeah. we better hope that we can can beat Joe Biden because uh, you know uh, with, with the uh, with the with the cheating that the Democrats do and the, and the idea that they want to get this mail in ballot oh, thing oh, yeah. <laughs> and Nancy Pelosi is holding up all kind of stuff for that. Yeah, and, and Pelosi, what, what, a, what a piece of work. Here's this woman, while people are losing their jobs, right and left, small businesses are failing because they, 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 the, their, uh, their revenue streams have dried up. What is she doing? She's standing back in her mansion out there in, uh, in, in, in Napa or wherever the hell she lives out there in California, and she's showing off her freezers full of gourmet ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Well, gourmet the, ice cream. Let them eat cake, you know. Yeah, exactly. That that was the first thought that came to my mind. Let me cake. I'll supply the ice cream. Yeah, and, 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 but but the thing is that that it it, it is just like uh, she said earlier when she said that she was going to work a little jujitsu. You know, mm -hmm. what it is is it's just a just a little bit further up the road than what they've always done. They say one thing and do another. Yeah. And, actually mean something completely different of what they say or do yeah it's, their it, ultimate it's goal us. is completely different than what they are letting you on to that's how come uh they you know they they want just as much to have as much socialism as bernie sanders but they understand that in order to 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 win it all they still have to win over some people that believe still believe in the the uh, the the documents and the and the, the potential that America still hasn't reached yet. Well, you know, this is a great this is a great time, Phil, to uh, 
for people if they have if they ha don't have the book already to try to to try to find it and get a, get their hands on a copy of Liberty and Tyranny by Mark Levin, uh, fantastic book. Um, I think that was his third or fourth one, if memory serves. Um, you know, the the man is a is a, is a genius, a constitutional scholar. He could lecture the Supreme Court on all kinds of things, and you know what, and especially on these 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 bonehead headed decisions they've been. But he from the very first couple of chapters, he really really lays it out. And as any so, if, if any of you folks have have a copy of uh, Liberty versus Liberty and Tyranny, reread it. And it's, it's just as, uh, as as important and impressing a matter today as it was back when it was first written. And in that vein, Phil, I'd like to hear from some of the callers, uh, or some of our listeners, rather. I know Elizabeth from uh, Troy was up in Lansing the other day. I'd like to hear from other folks, too. So if you could give us a call and uh, just let us know if you're up there at uh, 734-822-1600, uh, we can uh, get right to you and uh, you can share your experience with us. Well, it, 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 uh, it was a situation that I had intended to go to. Yeah. And I had some, some things that I couldn't get done that had mm -hmm. to be done, and I had to get to them. So, yeah. In other words, Uncle Sam needed his cut, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So... You know, uh, Uncle Sam is is uh, is really, uh, in my estimation, a a uh, uh, you know he's a he's a he's a a dream of the Democrat Party. I mean, the power that the IRS has over people. Oh yeah. You know, uh, all that is involuntary. That little bit of power that they do exert on you is enough to make you understand that you better get in there while it's voluntary. That's what the Democrats do. Mm -hmm. You know, they 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 always, you know, they always talk about Gorbachev, you know, with the with the iron the, the arm the iron fist in the velvet glove. That's the policy of the Democrat Party. These people are tyrants. Sure, and people just don't yeah, realize it, you know, because yeah. they, they always talk about well, you know, we're for the little guy, and we want to keep. Yeah, you for the little guy, keep him little, and make sure that he votes for you next time, hoping that he can get some of what you got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And usually, what they wind up getting is a five-pound block of cheese, a couple of bags of <laughs> <and> potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, I've been through it. I know. <laughs> well, I tell you, it it is it is just uh, it just uh, hopefully we can can. Uh, and get four more years out of the president and then yeah. and get us back on the track because what we've got to do is we've got to smoke some of these people that have been sitting in there teaching our kids this garbage that they're teaching them that that uh why would uh why would any 20 year old 25 year old want to follow in an old clown like bernie sander and think that this guy is going to make life better for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this guy... This the, guy the, one way he, the one way he can make life better for me is by just getting the hell out, out of... Uh out of everybody's way and just uh, you know going to one of his three mansions and just uh, sit there on the uh, on the shore watching the sunset. 
Yeah, but then you yeah. got stay the hell out of our lives. You, then you got following up behind them people like uh, 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 Cory Booker and AOC. <laughs> AOC. Yeah, these AOC. You know, and, and yeah, they got direct result of the the education that they got from people like Elizabeth Warren. Oh God, and yeah. And then, you know, and they are about to destroy our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if we don't, uh, if we don't get behind and rally behind this president and get him out of here and get him out in front and get an uh, overwhelming victory so we can pull in some of that 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 uh, House of Representatives mm-hmm. and get them clowns out of there that are willing to throw the president that has done the best job that has ever been done as any president. Yeah, yeah. Any president I can remember. So but that's that's the goal. We've got to we've got to just more than just get him reelected. We've got to get him some help because help that that he has at present is not. They are sadly missing on a lot of issues. They should be there behind him instead of talking about uh, well, you know, we all got to get along and all that because nobody's talking about getting along but us. But um, what I wanted to uh, do is that. Um, uh, your uh, agenda? Did you did you get a, a copy of your agenda? Uh, well, let's see. That was mainly the the points I wanted to cover. Uh, you know, but one of these things that we were talking about, uh, you know, this uh, op-ed piece in the Detroit News on uh, this past Sunday, uh, just pointing out the, the 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 how you know how dangerous this uh, this governor is to our business community. And uh, it basically uh, focused in on the, uh, or zeroed in on the uh, the garden centers and the lawn, uh, you know, lawn maintenance uh, companies and this type of thing. And what's really incredible is, and with all these executive orders too, that raises a, a very uh, crucial point as far as I'm concerned. Listen to this: any business owner uh, who preys uh, from these uh, from these uh, draconian uh, 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 orders here or mandates will face a $1,000 fine plus additional sanctions, which means jail time. Uh, you know, especially where the garden centers are concerned, uh, like like uh, uh, Ingrid Josh says here, what is wrong with picking up a plant at Home Depot? Now, Nestle, listen to this. Dana Nestle, our esteemed baby-killing baby attorney general, has enlisted employees to spy on their bosses, encouraging them to call the police if they suspect any violations. Now, what the hell is that, Phil? Um, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's uh, throw uh, Elizabeth from Troy on and uh, and see where she is on that. Good, uh, good morning, Elizabeth. How are you doing, Good morning, my favorite patriots. Yes, I did spend seven hours going to Lansing wow. and back. Wow, and seven hours. It, <laughs> seven hours Jeez. from the time I left until the time I returned. It was very worthwhile. I Fantastic. Didn't, I didn't stay in my vehicle, and it's funny. The man right behind me recognized me from Facebook, and I saw <laughs> about about 10 of my friends, my, my patriot friends, 
within like ten car lengths of me. It was it was very exciting. Oh man! That's however, now, however, now, now, what, what, now what time did you get? What time did you get there, uh, Elizabeth? Did you get there early, or were you right in the middle of it, or what? Actually, I did not leave super early. People were meeting at different places around Metro Detroit. I actually connected up, I think, with the Trump Unity Bridge um, mm -hmm. caravan on the freeway. And okay. we got off We got off at Howell and actually took the back roads. We took Grand River all the way to Lansing. It, okay. was, it was totally gridlock. It, we didn't move. It was easy to get out of your car and visit with people because you, right, you basically... Yeah, you were probably walking faster than the cars were moving, right? <laughs> oh, if, and, and it's funny. One of my friends who yeah. is, a, is a, a, a real patriot friend got out of her vehicle. They parked uh -huh. and walked to the Capitol building. And, and as you heard, our furor just was so... I, I think it was like... <laughs> Like kicking the hornet's nest, we just Poor made baby. her so angry. But Poor you know baby. what? We, what's that? We had, we had. I had to go. I went back and forth, thinking, you know, it's not going to make any difference. She's not going to do anything differently. But we have to let her know that she is out of control. Anyway, God bless you. What say that? Anyway, Hello? thank you, oh. thank you for what you're doing on the air. Um, under all of these difficult circumstances, everyone is doing so well. You're coming through loud and clear, and God bless you. Well, thank, well, thank you very you. much, you, Elizabeth. You too. And, yeah, and, uh, and Phil Elizabeth is a true patriot. Oh, you know, she's sure. she's willing to get out there and stand on the front line, stand for freedom, and that's what these people were doing. Every last one of them were standing up, and they were demonstrating the importance of our liberty, of our personal sovereignty, of our uh, individuality. Yeah. We are a nation of individuals, okay? We are not members of a group, no matter how many times that the left tries to place us into by race, sex, gender, whatever. We are all individual sovereign human beings, and, and, and it's about time we began to reassert our personal autonomy and our control over our own lives, Phil. Yeah. And uh, the thing is that what they always try to do is, is form you up in the groups as long yeah. as you are, uh, in, as long as they can control it. But once they oh, yeah. think that they can, can't control it, then they, they start to do a smear campaign on you like they've done on, on, uh, on President Trump and, and the people that voted for him. I mean, the things that they say about the people that voted for him just I, I just don't understand how anybody could ever allow themselves to, to, to be a part of that kind of nonsense. But we're going to go to line two, and uh, we got Mel Harris on the line. Good morning, Mel. Morning, Mel, Bill. How you doing, my friend? How you doing, uh, friend? Good to talk to both of you. I'm going to be very short and quick. Uh, Elizabeth was on my list to give praise to because I heard on the radio, and she truly is a patriot and a yeah. soldier. And uh, But, you know, it's many of us out there that's in that same vein, but we just don't, uh, people don't know it. But anyway, I want to say right quick, I want to give praise to all the patriots that went to Lansing and participated in uh, that uh, 
Operation Gridlock because the blue state fascists uh, like Wretched Gretchen, the Wicked Witch of the Middle West, you said, uh, you know what I mean? We had the Wicked Witch on the East, which was Hillary, and we had one on the West, which was Pelosi. Now we got one in yeah. the Midwest. And what these patriots did when they went up there, I'm telling you, they were just like the Boston Tea Party. They engineered the second revolution, because that's what we got, you said, because this... What what these people are doing with this coronavirus is trying to take over this country with pure fascism and socialism. They thought that this was going to be their opportunity. You know, I hear the music that you got on the break. Yeah, do you, do you want do you want to stay over, Mill? Yeah, I, yeah, I want to stay over because I got a few more things I want to say. I'll stay over to the break. Okay. okay? How's that? How's that work for you, Phil? All right. Yeah, great. So we'll uh, we'll uh, be back after these messages, folks. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Okay. Can you see me? I mean, can you hear me, Bruce? I certainly can. Okay. I got a little bit of echo, but uh, we should be all right. Okay, we have, we're going to pick up with Milt, right? Yeah. It, it, okay. It, it, shouldn't it be the... Um, you, the you there? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Okay, I'm going to say right quick that I had a, uh, saw, I saw Michonne, I think that's her name, and Matthew on the television, and they did a good job representing Operation Gridlock. And uh, I want to say to everybody out there that we are in the Second Revolutionary War. And we, mm-hmm. we, could, we couldn't have a better general than President Trump, who is ingenious and courageous. And we need to stand behind because this was a coup. This was an effort to make this coronavirus, COVID-19, into a coup. Because they violated every—I'm talking about the blue— I'm talking about the blue fascists, blue state fascists. They were violating everything in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence. This was their effort to do that four pillars of totalitarianism, which is education, confiscation, communication, and medical dictation. That was it. And they could have gotten away with it. If we didn't have somebody like President Trump, we would be lost. And I tried to, I was talking to some people and I asked them, I said, if you had to pick somebody like Trump, could you have named somebody? And nobody could, including me. God has sent this man here to help save this country. I do believe. So I'm saying to people out there, we're in the second revolution and the gridlock, Operation Gridlock kicked it off and it's going to spread across this country because we are fight, we're fighting once again to save this great nation, the United States of America. So fellas, Keep up the good work. Let's support Trump and the United States because they're after the Constitution, their guns, our speech, and everything else that make this country great. We don't have time for race, color, creed, and all that nonsense. We better save this nation, the United States of America, and get behind Donald Trump 100%. Okay, well, take care, fellas. Well, 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 well said, Mel. You know, Phil... Um, one of the things that uh, really is jarring is the uh, is the idea that while we have a man 
who, want instant, who wants to save lives. We have a governor, as president, we have a governor who wants to take lives by leaving these abortion mills open during this pandemic. Yeah. Isn't, isn't and, that... Yeah. And, and, and allowing uh, this lie to go forward that, uh, that, that because... Essential health care. Yeah, of this coronavirus thing that, uh, that uh, people of color are being harder hit by this thing than anybody. But what they ought to be doing is looking at these numbers. You've seen those. Did I get that chart over to you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, it's, uh, starting at the top. Of course, yeah. that's the United States. We've uh -huh. got 37 million cases reported 37 right. million you go down to to mainland china and they only have 82,000 how is that possible well uh was it uh, last saturday i i did an update on the uh on the uh, uh on the worldometer uh website i don't know if you got a chance to go to it but at that time there were one point Seven million coronavirus cases, coronavirus cases worldwide, with 102,000 deaths. Um, Bruce, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Uh, yeah, I, I've got, I've got some uh, interference on my. Take over for a second. I'll, I'll see if I can. Okay, I got it right here. Okay, well, I, can you can you hear me, Derek? Yeah, I hear you, Derek. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. What I was what I was pointing out was uh, last uh, as of last Saturday, there were 1.7 million coronavirus cases worldwide, with a death toll of 102,000, 103,000 almost, and 376,000 have recovered. Now we hear very little about that. All we're hearing about is the, uh, the, the number of infections, the number of deaths, but only recently, uh, Derek and, and Phil, have the, uh, have the recoveries, uh, the, the numbers of recoveries been reported. And as far as the, what Phil was saying about China, you cannot trust anything the Chinese say. You cannot trust their 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 numbers. You cannot trust you can't you can't trust their data. You know it's 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 crazy. Well, here's the thing: the data yeah. speaks for itself. The United mm -hmm. States uh, can should be able to to tell anybody, or anybody should be able to read these numbers. Like I said, here we yeah. have uh, we've got more cases than the people that. Put this out. That tells me that that this was not directed toward China. It was directed no. toward us. And, yeah. if, and if it wasn't, then we should be making that assumption mm -hmm. because of the, look what it has done. Who is a, who benefits from this? Who is China. the beneficiary of this this virus? It's certainly not us. No, and 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 uh, there are rumors that uh, China uh, might replace us as the number one economic factor in the world, and they've been trying to do that ever since we were stupid enough 
mm-hmm. allow this globalization nonsense to take effect. And now yeah. we're in for it. But if we don't do anything else, we have got to encourage the president of the United States to 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 take action and and start the immediately to reverse this process of at least this one sector of the market. We need to pull every uh, ounce of uh, participation with China and India. Look, yeah, yeah. Uh, these numbers, uh, 37,000 deaths, 700,000 uh, known cases of, of the virus. Once we start testing, yeah. that number might double. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and so what I'm saying is that this alone should tell everybody that we need to pull these things that are of national security back on shore to America and make those products in this country and not be dependent because it is not just uh, the fact that this virus is affecting us, but you saw what happened. We we, we have a shortage of of uh, uh, personal protective equipment to keep our frontline people on on uh, you know in the hospitals to keep them where they are assured that their their safety is the number one concern. Now we've got an argument amongst the people that are that are doing the work. In the, in the hospitals because they, they you know, they, they want to ration the, the protective equipment. This is not acceptable. Yeah. And the only reason why we're talking about rationing anything is because mm-hmm. we have voluntarily allowed this stuff to be offshored and instead of it being for uh a benefit to anybody, the only people that it benefits are the pharmaceutical companies. The three major pharmaceutical companies in America are the beneficiary of this. Yeah. And 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 and, and for them to have the monopoly on on our health and our health care, uh that that is it should be unacceptable. But you notice that it's not just one side of this. There are Republican senators and congressmen mm-hmm. and Democrat senators and congressmen that are responsible for this. And it needs to be exposed. That's it why. Sure does. Yeah. It looks like we got uh, looks like we got some uh, 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 quite a few calls backing up here. Uh, want to uh, want to get to a few of them? Yeah. Uh, but what I want to do is I want to make sure that we focus from now on until we get, uh, uh, we need to put significant time every every uh, every week until there is a, a beginning of an action to to stop this nonsense about how they are affecting our, our health care because they want to isolate the problem and say it just affects people of color. No, it affects everybody it affects everybody. Part of everybody. Uh, that 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 uh, that axis over there. Okay. And, and, one, and, uh, one quick, one, and one quick thing here, Phil. 
talk about the high uh, the high mortality rate in Detroit. Yeah. Any any city that has a, a majority minority population, in this case Detroit, between ninety and ninety five percent minority, yeah. you're going to have higher numbers. It's just a it's just simple math and demographics. That's all it is, Phil. Well, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the reason why I'm saying this. They they're saying to you that people of a color are being ex, you know exposed, and this is what the Democrats right. are doing. And they are favoring the position of China over over the president mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. of this people of color nonsense. But if yes. you look at the top five uh, uh, countries in, in in numbers of deaths and the numbers of uh, of uh, infection, the United States, Italy, Spain, France, in the UK, Belgium are mm -hmm. the top six. So we're led to believe. So yeah. we are led to believe, Phil. But I would say the highest thing, mortality, I mean, rate, look, mortality rates are in China and Iran. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But here's yeah. the deal. Look at, uh, look at India. India is not on the top. They're, they're way down. They only have 486 cases. I mean, 486 deaths in the whole country of India. Isn't that That's amazing? That's what saying. This is official numbers from... From the don't, you know, don't say the World Health Organization. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> okay. So uh, I, I can't see the uh, the uh, the lineup of who's online. So can you can you handle that from your end? I think Ernie's on. Is Ernie, is Ernie still with us, Derek? Yeah. Hey, I'm here. Okay. okay uh, good morning, Ernie. Uh, what's your good. comment, real quick? Uh, I was in Lansing. Uh, Knowing Lansing, because I lived there as a student at Michigan State, I uh, came in the Okemos exit and came in on uh, Michigan Avenue. And I was in front of the Sparrow Hospital. I want, I want to set this straight. The governor's been out there saying that we blocked the entrances to the um, uh, hospital. That's, I, was, I was in line, maybe it moved less than 1,000 feet in an hour, hour and a half, uh, or, hour, or hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, uh, we did not block the entrances. I saw nobody get a ticket. Uh, the the uh, the eastbound lanes back to East Lansing were completely clear. A few cars would you know turn around because they didn't want to stay in the line. We so we hardly moved at all. And uh, other than honking horns in front of the hospital, I, I didn't. I, I saw maybe one or two police cars going eastbound toward uh, Lansing Police. I didn't see yeah. anybody get a ticket. Uh, and we, we're being lied to by the media oh, and yeah. by the governor. I heard her twice or three times say that we blocked the hospital entrances. I didn't see that. I didn't see anybody get a ticket. And the stuff I've seen on Facebook, the the, the protesters that shouldn't got out of their cars that were on the state, they didn't leave the place a mess like the left does in Oregon and other places. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, um, well, real good. Real good, Ernie. That's I, a, I a got great, one uh, more comment. Uh, yeah. Uh, Phil, back in the uh, back in the nine, are you there? Yeah, Hello? we're here. Back in the nineties, I trained with military and law enforcement at a historic Camp Perry with the Civilian Marksmanship Program for nine summers. In two thousand, I trained with an Air Force intelligence analyst who was in the Air Force pistol team. He too, he told me, and my background is money and, and banking. I've lectured at Oakland University before. The the two main reasons why they got to get the guns are number one. Uh, uh, political control, and number two, the most economic control, when they shove the cashless society down your throat. 
This is from an Air Force Intel analyst I trained with. That's the agenda. They have to get the guns okay, to go well, to the cashless society. They can't allow private ownership of firearms. Well, thanks yeah. a lot so much for your, your call this morning. And uh, Okay. Don't make be a sure stranger. Uh, okay. All right. We're, we're going to go to line three and Tim from Westland. Hi, Tim. Morning. How's it going? Oh, uh, good. How are you this morning? Great. The executive order by the governor violates the Michigan Constitution. Uh, if you can oh, yeah. jot this down, MCL 30.401 through section 421 is what one thing she cited, and the other is the Emergency Powers of the Governor Act of 1945. You can find that under MCL 10.31. In those laws... One says, the 401 one, says that the governor can exe uh, issue executive orders and they have the effect of law. The first one, the emergency act of the governor, the only portions of commerce that can be controlled according to that law are the sale, transportation, and possession of alcohol, explosives, and combustible materials. The right. Article 1, Section 10 of the Michigan Constitution says that no bill of attainder or ex post facto law or law impairing the obligations of contracts shall be enacted. She enacted the emergency order and controlling the sale of nearly everything yeah. when actually she so her law, her executive order, which has the effect of law that's been enacted, violates Article One, Section Ten of the Michigan Constitution because no law is supposed to be enacted uh, impairing the obligation of contracts. So home builders or lawn maintenance company, whatever that have a contract to do something, have had their contract shut down by the governor. Well, that is a uh, that is a. Uh great to hear and uh so that is where we need to approach this from i certainly appreciate you taking the time to look that up and give that in impart that information on to to our listening audience thanks again right on. have a good day thank you tim okay we'll talk to you next week i hope to uh uh we we need to catch uh the uh the uh the commentary by ron if uh is it up uh uh yeah, so uh, Gary, Gary from Westland, well, from uh, Hazel Park, hold that thought while we go to the Edwards Notebook. My fellow Americans, every so often we the people could benefit from a friendly reminder about the rule of life that helped make the United States the envy of the world. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, when the first settlers arrived in America, the influence of the Bible on their lives came with them. For many, their brave spirit was, and their faith impacted almost everything they did. This fact stands out boldly again and again through biblical scripture, which reflected in the individual colonies' statements of the goal of their government. The Rhode Island Charter of 1683, for instance, begins this way. We submit our person, lives, and estates unto our Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords, and to all those perfect and most absolute laws of His that He gave us in His holy word. In fact, 
from the very first colony at Jamestown to the Pennsylvania Charter of Privileges granted to William Penn in 1701, stating, Were all persons who profess to believe in Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, shall be capable to serve this government in any capacity, both legislatively and executively. The Bible was considered the rule of life in the colonies. What occurred as a result of their beliefs was nothing short of spectacular. I believe if we heed the good example set by America's early arrivals, our republic will be blessed indeed. If not, it won't be very pretty. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Well, thanks so much, Ron, for bringing that yeah, uh, thank you, Ron. commentary. And uh, we'll get right to uh, Gary from Hazel Park. Good morning, Gary. Hey, guys. Look, um, you know, Wretched Gretchen, um, she got on national television, and instead of addressing the patriots that were um, doing their lawful duty to address the grievances of the government and to lawfully assemble, she decided to smear them by using phrases like Confederate flags and swastikas. Even if they were there, she does not have the uh, moral authority to smear the entire movement by just mentioning that because that gives all the Democrats and the media and the enemies of the state um, the authority or the reason to disregard the entire um, rally because there were a couple of uh, items that she didn't like there. No. Well, it's, 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 it's the standard playbook, uh, Gary. It's the standard playbook. That's what they do. It's always going to revert back to racism and racism. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, uh, this woman, this lousy excuse for a governor, has not only turned Michigan into a laughing stock across the nation, but I'm sure there are, there are other countries that are looking at uh, looking at us and looking at this governor and laughing their collective rear ends off. You know, we uh, this one was beyond thing, embarrassment. Uh, Believe me. Well, when she said that uh, abortion was life sustaining, where oh, the God. hell does that come from? Yeah. Uh, well, so, you no. see that's that that allows them to uh, to to get away with uh, this this racism thing is is always going. But they never look at the fact that it, it the, uh, the 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 abortion rate and the death rate for black babies and and uh, it's, it's, you're talking about four percent of the population of black women between the age of fifteen and forty makes up that. That that four uh, percent of the populace is responsible for forty three percent of the abortions in this country. That yeah, is yeah, unacceptable. Yeah. It should be unacceptable to anybody. Hell yeah! That's why we call it genocide, brother. That's why we call it genocide. That's why we yeah, call it genocide. And who's on the side of that genocide? Democrats. The Democrats. So you know that's and, and but they always want to talk about. Racism and, and black people being hardest hit by whatever catastrophe, whatever uh, uh, whatever problem hits the United States is always we're hit the hardest because of the fact that uh, they can they can use this race thing to beat people over the head with for absolutely no reason. 
Because mm -hmm. when you're talking about death, it doesn't matter about what the death is. It's still death. It's still to, death. To, to have a preference for how the death is meted out, it's absolutely unacceptable to me. So, anyway. You guys take it easy. Take yeah, it easy. Gary, thanks so much for your call this morning. Thanks for going up there and standing in and standing up for uh, the, the side of liberty. And we know that you and, uh, and Elizabeth uh, represented that side well. Oh boy. Well, I, can hear, I can hear the music playing. <laughs> Once again, great, uh, great program, guys. Thanks so much for everybody, everybody who called. And let's remember that today is April 18th, which marks the the uh, shot heard around the world, the start of the American Revolution. And be sure to support the Abolitionist Roundtable in Michigan with your contributions, which always. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.